Hi, I'm Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for being here. Always such a joy to be in this space with you. I do want to remind you of all the free resources that I've created for your spiritual journey, for deepening your intuition. I have the Primal Intuitive Power Quiz. I have the Ignite Your Intuition free gift and also a free mini course, The Intuitive Soul Awakening. All of these are my gifts to you on this journey. Please check out links in the show notes. You can find them there. Also, the Untamed Intuition, Ignite the Wild Within Mentorship is now offered as a self-study. So you can do that on your own time and just explore all the practices and this magical process that I take you through. So dive into those. And for our show today, Julie is here bumping up against some beliefs about being allowed to do things and also being capable And she's been on a healing journey for 25 years. So she has really explored these places a lot. And this is sort of her sticking place, that point that she bumps up against and doesn't quite know how to move through. So with this, she's looking for how to start shifting the specific feelings in her body and these beliefs and where they live within her. So through this reading, we look at how the old and tender parts of you can sometimes be not ready to let go and heal. We look at what we identify with and how we can be playing out the victim archetype in our lives. We talk about how the worst part of you is actually the best part (laughs) and how your past lifetimes can affect your current reality. We talk about the importance of protecting your energy field and look at soul retrieval and its power to heal. We also explore the beliefs that we hold as children and how they still live inside us and how you do not need permission to live your life. You are here as a sovereign being with a dream that lives in your heart and nobody, not even you, needs to give yourself permission to follow that calling. So my loves, enjoy my reading with Julie. I love you. Hi, Julie. Welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Hi, Sarah. I'm really, really happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So what's present for me is around this old belief that part of me feels like I'm incapable And that comes from growing up with emotional and verbal abuse and emotional neglect and never being encouraged or, you know, like told, yeah, good job or wow, you're so good at this, all of these things. And even though I've been on my healing journey for like 25 years plus, so I I have stepped into my power and I know this is not true now, but it shows up in my work. It shows up in different situations where 
it comes back into my body and yeah, I'm not capable. And it's like, it's this feeling that I'm not allowed, that I would be a bad girl if I showed up in front of the world on social media or whatever as a capable woman that I am. It's like, no, that's bad somehow. There's this belief. And my question is around, is there something that I could be aware of that could help start shifting this in me, in my body? Yeah, thank you. So as you were talking, the image that I saw was this beautiful butterfly and the magic of transformation. And then I see you lying dead on the floor and this butterfly is shaking you. And the way this image, like the information that's coming through with it is that there's a part of you that metaphorically, right, has died. You are no longer that child. You are no longer that young woman that these things happen to. And yet there's this part of you that won't let that person die. She keeps trying to resurrect her and the butterfly is shaking the dead you. And it's like, trying to say, no, you can't die. I don't know who I am without you. And I get goosebumps as I say that. It's really powerful. Like it feels like it's a part of like an ego death, right? That we talk about that you're inside of. And there's these tender parts that just haven't fully caught up and gotten the memo that it's okay for that part of you to be done to move on, to die in service to this incredibly powerful woman that you are. So what do you make with that? It resonates very deeply. I love the imagery because it speaks to me very clearly. And I know that I'm kind of still very attached to that identity of this happened to me, you know, the victim. And it's almost like... Part of me doesn't want to let go because I feel like it still hasn't been fully recognized or something that how much I suffered. And yeah, I can feel it still. It's like, no, I don't want to let go. And at the same time, yeah, it feels really, really strong in me still. She's very strong, that girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm not good because yeah. So interesting. Mm. Yeah, and what's so beautiful that she's so strong is that when you repurpose her, imagine what she's going to be capable of doing with you on the other side. So one of the ways that I have had a lot of success in working with these parts that just don't want to die <laughs> is really recognizing that they're still here for a reason and that this teaching that the part of us that we think is maybe the worst part of us, like, oh gosh, would you just die? Would you just go away? I could be who I'm truly meant to be if you would go away. It's changing that relationship and saying, hmm, how is this part of me actually my greatest skill, my greatest asset? And you look at her through that lens of what has she actually been doing for you? What is the magic that she has available for you? It's funny because there's a kind of an inner struggle or fight 
that, yes, I want to look at what she has brought to me, but if I do that, then she cannot stay a victim. And I don't want her to stay a victim. I don't want to stay the victim, but it's part of me that is like, no, I do. I do want to stay the victim. It's really conflict there. But I am aware, and I've thought about this before, like, gosh, she's been so powerful at creating all those ways of protecting us, you know, and if I could release that power, wow, that would be amazing. I don't like that, but it's true. I am still conflicted and I'm not sure right now. It's like almost there's this veil in front of me that doesn't want to see what she's brought. Yeah, I don't know what to do of this, to be honest. Well, typically, right, we keep an old story or an old behavior pattern conditioning active and alive in us because we think that there's some inherent risk to you to not be a victim, to change that story. If you were not a victim, if you just let her die, if you harnessed her power, what would have to change in you? How would you have to be different? It's funny because my body is like, I feel it's contracting and and I feel like it's not necessarily only from this lifetime, but it's a fear that is completely irrational. It's like, it's dangerous to go there, but I can't even go and see what would I do because there's a terror. <laughs> There's a terror there to actually go there, which is surprising me right now, actually. Yeah, that's okay. I'm just following that and just holding you, letting that terror be here. Let it show us something. You're taking me sort of out into the universe to other galaxies, to a planet that exploded. <laughs> and so that fear coming from that, from that life, from that place you lived, that everything was exploded. It's not a planet I know. It's not something that I could tell you where it is. I'm just giving you what I'm seeing. And this shattering that happened within you, I feel it. Like it's intense. What's happening for you as I say this? Yeah, I'm sensing some liberation in a way, almost that this is seen, that the intensity of that catastrophic, tragic, whatever thing happened is being named. And so that my chest that was very closed and constricted is kind of opening and it's kind of, oh, okay. So this happened then and right now this is not what's going to happen. I don't know, something... Yeah, also as you're talking, you're showing me in your third chakra. It's kind of the top of your third chakra, a little bit below the heart. There is something plugged in there. Would you be open to me removing that for you? Mm, yes. Okay. I'm just going to, if you just want to breathe, allow yourself to relax. I'm just going to go in there and just pull that out for you. How are you doing? 
I'm okay. Yeah. I was focusing on relaxing because I felt I was tense. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. So I was, yeah. Mm. So what can happen oftentimes when we grow up in families where we're not supported and where our energy, right, we're not taught to protect our energy, just as our physical body grows, our energetic body grows. And when we're young and unprotected, we can get a little hijacked in our energetic system as it is maturing. And that was the sense I got of what was happening for you in that space where there's almost this irrational fear and feeling that comes up. It's because that part of your energetic field is compromised because it wasn't given the full energetic nurturing that it needed as it was being developed. And things can come in and get stuck in there and then they somewhat grow into our energetic architecture. So that's what I was pulling out for you, was something that got caught in there that doesn't need to be there. Hmm. That's absolutely beautiful and that really resonates. And I do feel a little, some release in my body. I feel hope. I don't know, I feel some... When you see the sun appearing through clouds, you know, like, <laughs> I feel like some light. And just before the um, coming on here, I did a bit of a drum meditation to tune in. And my little girl came because I'm very visual. I saw her like really laughing and being full of joy. And it was almost like, and I wasn't sure how we would connect to a question or, but it makes sense now. It's almost like an invitation from her to free her as well and free us together and allow that joy because feeling incapable, you know, and being in that place where you've been robbed of so many things growing up, it's hard to feel safe to be in joy. And that free, pure laughter that I felt she was showing me was possible in a way. Yeah, beautiful. Those younger parts of us have so much to teach us. Have you ever done any soul retrieval work? Mm, I'm hesitating, but no. No, that's something that I've heard of, you know, in different stages of my life. But I, you know, I haven't done that's what's coming forward to help reconnect you with that girl in a deeper way. So in soul retrieval, the idea is based on that when something traumatic happens to us, or we're in extended periods of stress, part of our soul will break away to go and remain healed and then the part of us that is here carries the unhealed part until we reach the point in our journey where we go and we collect that healed part and reintegrate it back into ourselves. And that's what's coming through as far as this 
integrating, reintegrating this girl that can laugh and has all this joy inside her. She's ready to come home to you. And can you do, because now I remember that I did actually once a soul retrieval session, but is that right that you can do it, I mean, several times, that there can be different parts? Yes. Retrieve or? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. How can I support you from here? Well, to tie this up, the little girl spoke, and I feel like now the future woman that is showing up secure in her capabilities, I think is asking to be seen as well and heard in a way. And I think from what we did, I understand that allowing that part of me to die would free that power for this woman to be more able to show up in her power in the world. There's no question really, but if anything came up for you. Yeah, it's interesting because I was being carried back to that place of where really bringing forward you getting clear on what is the risk of not being a victim. And maybe it makes a little more sense when I say it that way. And after our conversation, there is some part of you that believes that if you are powerful and that you no longer play or get caught in that victim archetype, that her life is at stake, right? Because those parts of us, that is how visceral it is for them. They think we will die. And that's why they cling so tightly and they try so hard to keep us the same. Because when we're the same, then they feel like, okay, she's not going to die today because I'm doing my job. And this work is about really repurposing, like understanding what is her risk? What does she think is going to happen outside of you will die? There's something else connected in there, right? And it's exploring that terrain and that part of your internal landscape to really see what beliefs she holds about that. And some of it connected to past lives, some of it connected to this way that your architecture wasn't able to develop correctly, which will start to write itself now that we've pulled that out. But that's going to be a really rich place for you to explore. And then we train her and essentially rewire your brain, right? Rewrite the past of what now is possible. What are you now allowed to do? And I think that word allowed, that's going to be a good word for you to explore, right? Because I feel like that word allowed, that's really part of the patriarchal narrative, Like who's allowed and who's not allowed and who gets to judge and decide what we're allowed to do and not do. So part of that thread is running in as well for you because we don't need permission to be who we are and to live the life that we want to live. We just get to follow our hearts. Yes. I loved all of that. And yeah, it just really brought some aliveness in me. And for me also with allowing, there's comes together with punishment 
It's like, are you allowed? And if you're not allowed, if we believe you're not allowed, then you're punished. And it's all part of the same thing that you were saying. And I feel some excitement and curiosity into tending to these parts that are so fearful and gently, yeah, tending to them. Really, that's the word that comes, gentleness and softness with love. Because I feel like from the woman, the mother that can take care and reassure and be supportive into letting go these parts in a way that feels possible, safe, and that it's okay. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Does this feel like an okay place to land today? Yes, really, it really does. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities, visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.